Welcome back to Dead Meat, bitch. Hell yeah. Tim, greetings. I'm I'm feeling, uh, you know, I'm getting it done. How are you? You're cooking, brother. I'm doing good, buddy. I'm in the kitchen right now. Yeah. You know? I'm in the lab. I'm in the kitchen. I'm, you know, I got I got sweat on the brow. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm chopping the steaks. I'm mixing the beets. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking working my dick off and going insane. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm just trying to figure it out. If the island boys really sucked each other off, man. Well, if I were you, I wouldn't invest too much thought in it. I would go with your first impression, and then whatever is the funniest. And this is how I make my up my mind about every piece of information that's given to me. All right, speak on it. I go. I spend half a second going, what's the truth about this? And then I very quickly get bored and I go, what would be the funniest version of the reality of this? And then I accept that as true Mm -hmm. and I operate on it forever. All right, they're sucking and fucking. uh, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So uh, clearly the reality is probably that they're trolling and being provocative for attention and money. But in my brain, those dudes are fucking 69ing in front of their dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Just fucking clanging jewelry off of each other's chins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why not? You know? I've seen Hunter Biden's penis. You know? Nothing's real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters, dude. None of that stuff. I mean, none of that stuff matters. Obviously, the the real stuff, the cool stuff, that's all real. That's all great. Mm-hmm. But that stuff, sure, man. They they nut in each other. Uh-huh. They get, like, competitive about, like, who's who's getting fucked. And they roughhouse on bunk beds, and they do wrestling moves to each other, and they fuck. Yeah. They and both look like their cum tastes like nerds. Dude, I mean, you didn't have any brothers growing up. I wonder how often, because in my house, one of the big moves was the belt snap. Where you, yeah, you, like the, cool. you, you squeeze the belt and snap it, it goes, mm-hmm. squap, and it was always like an older brother just going like, imagine how bad I'd fuck you up right mm-hmm. now. That was the constant, that was the constant cloud. Even with like my brother that I like, the constant cloud was, imagine how bad I'd fuck you up. Dude, that belt's happening. That's a gay whistle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's oh, boys. Comes out as gay after making incest content with brother. Yeah, that's all fake, dude. This isn't even a real I website. Dexerto.com. <laughs> this is seriously, I mean, this is Perez Hilton for seriously the, the least impactful people that have ever lived. They both look like Jared, Letter, Jed, Jared Leto's Joker. Honestly, they probably can't even get hard. For, I, I bet you they tried to fuck one time and neither of them can get hard. And they were just oh, like, no. fuck. God damn it, dude. So they grabbed some gas station boner pills. One of them probably nearly had a heart attack. And on the way to the hospital, he woke up and they're like, all right, let's make a change, dude. <laughs> so that's knowing seriously zero about the situation. That's what's going on, Mike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Thank you for asking. Too. I'm sorry, man. I dude, I, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm close to a meltdown right now. I got to fucking relax. I need to decompress. You mind, if right I just get, you mind if I just turn to a puddle for the next 95 minutes, man? Yeah, take a nap. I'm just going to talk about Florida oh, I need gay wiggers. Yeah. <laughs> there is another uh, Florida Jew wigger. Yo, it would suck if, seriously, though, if you had a wigger brother who was just getting nasty on your butt and, like, <sighs> you know what I mean? Just doing all, like, boy, damn, damn boy. Ooh, boy. Damn, boy. Damn. How my chain feel on the back of your Yo, neck? Yo, oh, shit. I'm about to beat it up on this little brother for real, though. God damn, cause... so as I bust, I want you to get me a grape Gatorade. For real, though, cuz. Let me go. Ooh, shit, yo. Damn, that asshole tight, bro. Shit. To, yo, <laughs> do me a favor. Unsnap those size husky pants. Damn, mm. you, you wasn't playing about the elastic in this asshole. God yo, damn. Let me get a hold uh. of that clip on tie real quick. Get over here. Damn, this asshole feel like day one socks. God mm, damn. Shit. Why, yo, why, kiss me up. <laughs> kiss me up, cuz. <laughs> 
Yo. <laughs> Boy, you better lick my teeth. Yo, mm, shit. Yo, do not tell mommy. For real. <laughs> For real. Real rap. Do not tell mommy that you kiss me up. <laughs> I'm just imagining being molested by my wigger brother, dude. <laughs> A twin wigger brother. <laughs> no, my real wigger brother, who I oh no, who I only get updates on from like sec like secondhand Facebook posts about mm. you know just prayers up and shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anything good lately? Yo, sh I he just had surgery for something, and there, but it was probably something minor that just like T's and P's. You know what I mean? Were you one of his prayer warriors? Nah, dude, I'm I'm in the opposing section. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the fucking penalty box. You're a prayer hater. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I'm in the nego prayer penalty box. <laughs> Swatting prayers away. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I got the SpongeBob jellyfish net. <laughs> get that, get that shit out of get here. Get that. Get those prayers away from my wigger brother. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if he if he fucking made a video kissing me and then said he's a top, I'd kill him. <laughs> Damn, you better kiss me up. <laughs> kiss me up right now. <laughs> Do you think he'd fuck you on the top or bottom bunk? Oh, that's a good question, dude. Our top bunk was uh, maybe 16 inches from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a ceiling fan. So that's a dangerous game, dude. That's like, you know, the chopper qu crashed in the swamp yeah. and the blade's still going. <laughs> you're, you're getting a fade as you're fucking your brother. <laughs> yeah, that would suck, dude. And he thought he was the man. Both of my Wigger brothers thought they were the man growing up. Like, they wouldn't, if they, I would, I, you would hear them on their fucking, like, early Nextel phones just being like, I ain't even leaving the if there's no honey dips there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like, if they came looking for honey dips for me, man, I'd have to fucking kill them. <laughs> But I, w I will not slander him and say that either of them molested me. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something's wrong if you're a wigger that's molesting. That's not normally one of their one of their bugaboos. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, you seriously went out and bought all that gear without dealing with whatever. Because obviously they would have been molested first. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, although I could see if I got molested at an early age, I could be like, yeah, I could probably buy enough weird jeans to get out of this. <laughs> I, if I just made my shorts long enough, I'd never feel like someone was like looking at me the wrong way ever yeah. again. <laughs> if I hid my body mm -hmm. with South Pole, <laughs> I'd never, I'd never feel like I was vulnerable again. Yeah. <laughs> That's molest actually wiggers are just molestation armor, man. My, my th check this shit out. My therapist had posed this question to me. He said, "Perhaps the reason why you buy all the South Poles to keep poles away from yourself." You feel me? Shut and up, I was dude. like, "Damn, I I'm gonna need this 15 minutes at the end of the session to get my mind right." You feel me? Because you can't be ending sessions on that. I, I told him, I said, "You can't be ending therapy sessions on that." I don't come to therapy to get hit with that right before I'm about to walk out the door. My bus coming 12 minutes. You can't hit me with that. Yeah, yeah, don't even play with me. <laughs> I pay good money for this therapy. Don't even play with myself, Paul. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm good, man. <laughs> My therapist has said perhaps the reason why you wear such baggy jeans is all that extra, all that extra denim is mm. like a shield for your asshole mm. and i was like oh shit i never thought of it that way yeah he said i i understand why you're wearing untied boots it's because you want to prevent yourself from running mm -hmm. away you don't even mm -hmm. want to have the option yeah it's like your brim's flat because a bent brim is the international sign for comfortability and you don't mm -hmm. want to get comfortable in any situation because you had your back to the wall since day one 
I represent rigidity, mm-hmm. integrity, b- b- positivity, mm-hmm. not being molested. That's all my shit, you know, real rap. I told him as soon as I came in for my first therapy session, I said, I don't be laying on couches like that. You better take mm-hmm. this change lounge, turn it into a fucking chair. My, I told him, get that couch out of here, and why don't you put a bus stop for me to lean on in here? Psh. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> yeah. What's a change lounge but a gay chair? You feel me? <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what were we actually? How do we get that? Oh, yeah, it's Fly Soldier. Yeah. They're gay. They kiss each other. What's the other guy? I mean, Scooter. What's Fly Soldier brother's name? I David mean, Finkelstein. Could you could you kiss your brother like that for a million dollars? If could you pretend to be gay with one kiss just to generate uh, income for the next six months? Uh, I would kiss my sister for a million. How how like the way that the island boys kissed? I would put my teeth down her throat for a thousand dollars. You'd French kiss your sister yes. for a thousand dollars? Yes. What the hell? No questions asked. Seriously. How long, how long would you, all right, now let's put a time limit on it. How long would you passionately kiss your sister for a thousand dollars? Until I came. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, but that, no, I'm saying how long you're talking about 10, 20 seconds right there. (laughs) I was saying, get that shit out of there. Uh How long could you hold a passionate kiss with your sister? A thousand dollars. Uh, is she allowed to have her teeth in or no? <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop playing. Y'all gonna get me kicked out of therapy for talking reckless like this. For real, though. <laughs> yeah, teeth out. Or what's better for you, teeth in or teeth out? I've never kissed a teeth out lady. <laughs> so if she had her teeth in, I could give it a good 30 seconds. Yikes, man. <laughs> That's gross. I'd like wearing uh, nice things, Tim. Yeah, I would do it for cool sneakers. I would, mm-hmm. kiss, I would kiss your sister. <laughs> I'm just playing, y'all. I'm just playing, y'all. I'm good, though. I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Where'd you go this weekend? I went to Raleigh. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, the the, uh, the Hunter brothers hit me up and said they saw you and Matt. That's right. Yeah, dude. I went to Raleigh, North Carolina. I was opening for Matt. Um... It's it's pretty cool, like because they have such a massive audience. You know, it's like I'm I'm hanging out with my boy, mm-hmm. and people see me hanging out with my boy, right? But their ma- their audience is so massive, and so few people know about me that I'm, like, every show I'm being introduced to hundreds of people that have never seen me before, and they're all so cool. Mm-hmm. They're all like so fired up on on all this shit. But then he, you want to know the the new thing I'm experiencing is that. When I when we when we go away, the people who work at the clubs know our stuff now. Oh, cool! So like, all all of the staff at uh, Good Nights in Raleigh were instant homies who just wanted to like hang out with us all weekend. Oh, that's just, fun. Yeah. So uh, the one dude uh, Colton was taking care of us in the green room. I he said he listens to everything. So shout out Colton. If not, I hope I'll I'll communicate this to you somehow. But he brought in his Xbox so we could play UFC all weekend. Aw. Yeah, so we were just chilling in the group. Crack Amico came by. Dude, it was, it was the fucking best ever. And it oh, was like, man. I don't know. We did it without being like degenerates. We seriously just had homie time and smoked a ton of weed and played video games. And it was like heaven. And then you do a little bit of show. And then people are so fired up. And like, uh, this is all new to me. 
Like I, we're we we're hanging out with dudes where this is like normal, I guess, for mm -hmm. them, or maybe it still blows their minds. But I experience that kind of stuff, and I'm just like it. It fries my circuits because it's such a high level experience, <laughs> now, and I'm you, just like, this is all right. This is cool. Do you walk out on stage and tell people like, for real? I literally pause my game for this. I I mean. I feel like most people know that about me without me saying mm -hmm. it, you know you always got that game on you. I, I can't I can't keep that motherfucking pause button on me is Matt so, still staying humble with the uh, success of his special dude he uh and you know I hate talking about other men there's nothing I hate more than I that. love it I can't stand talking about other men who what was this guy's name again that we're talking about I don't even know his name more Matt McCusker right yeah uh no he he uh, obviously he's about to like crack a million pretty soon, and he, he's just like, yeah, dude, it's it's maddening watching his approach because he just like posted it on social media, and it went to like seven hundred thousand. He's just like, yeah, I thought I get like twenty five thousand. He's <laughs> people are like begging him to like come like do like promotional stuff, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. He's like busy with his family, mm -hmm. and it's just he can't he can't not be successful. That's so cool, dude. And he's still just like fucking around. It's the coolest. I don't know, man. That shit all is uh, the tightest ever. And then he went out and he did a brand new hour at the show. And then we're doing it again in Tampa this weekend. Start, sorry to plug shows, but I'll be opening for Matt in Tampa this weekend. It's like Tampa rules. It's a uh, swingers capital of the world. Ooh. Whoa. Hopefully so. there's some pretty <laughs> weird crowd interactions then. Don't pack a lot, of, a lot of clothes, buddy. I might try to pressure people into partner swapping. I think you could easily set it up. Yeah. You do look like a... Uh, uh, swinger Mater D. Oh, thank you. That's my that's my leisure robe energy. I think <laughs> that kind of never comes off of me. But yeah, man, that shit rule. We went to um, we saw we walked by a place called uh, Pipes by George. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tobacco pipe store. Okay, that looked like it was in the old west. <laughs> like you go inside and everything was like that brown color. That's very cool from old pictures. Mm -hmm. And it was just this like very gentle mm -hmm. southern fella, just like, well, what are you, what, what are you boys uh, looking mm -hmm. for? And Matt was like, what well, you tell us? Like he wanted, we wanted him to like do like a sorting hat on us and tell mm -hmm. us what to, what pipes to buy. And he was just so charming, and it was such a like an authentic experience that I, like again, man, just everything, it's all cool. The it's nice Virginia Slim. <laughs> he goes well. How about something in the $450 range? <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, he, he walked us around the store and we bought tobacco pipes and we sat at a bus stop trying to figure it. It's impossible. Smoking a pipe is so fucking hard. I was sitting there going with just match after match after match. And eventually I got the hang of it and it was cool. And I, I didn't know you kind of get high on tobacco. Did you know that? I've gotten sick from smoking cigars. I I don't know. It made my head swim, and I was like, Whoa. I felt like a I felt like a high schooler. It was cool. Did you ever smoke cigarettes? I I think I did once to like make someone laugh, but no, I, I can't stand it. With your asshole? Yeah, I went. I lit it. Mm -hmm. I lit a fart with it. But aside from that, dude, no, it's mm -hmm. it's, it's not for me. When you go to Tampa, uh, if you have time, check out the Salvador Dali Museum. It's a very cool Ooh, that place. That sounds cool. That sounds like my kind of stuff. Yeah, very cool place, man. They let you drink in there. I think every museum does that now. Oh, really? Any yeah, anywhere that's like kind of like boring, they added booze, and mm. I, I don't know if it helped or not, but smart move. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. You watch a black boat fight? Yeah, man, tough loss. <laughs> <laughs> tough, tough. Yeah, we're we're tied up on boat fights. 
tough L for the fucking boys, man. Yeah, we had boat stuff, uh, the boat stuff title for a while, but what was the last one? Uh, Amistad stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, this was the melee on the bay, <laughs> and we took a tough L. And I, I'm sorry, I know that this is this this story has been saturated to every corner of the internet, but I mean. There is something that we need to address about it. Is that is the video about to play for us? I know Diego did a breakdown of this. Um, you know, as far as like the battle itself, the you know the story of the fight itself. I mean, that story's already been told a million times. But let's talk about the let's talk about the grand implications of this. You know, let's talk about how when you see knockout videos and fight videos online you do kind of it's prison rules you take allegiances that you kind of shouldn't be proud of you, mm -hmm. know? <laughs> you kind of have to sit at the right table have you been put in that situation yet what do you mean like as far as like if you see a uh a mini race war breaking out have you thought oh god i gotta oh, i'm gonna get pulled in, the, in, the, in the i'm gonna get drafted shirt, in the race yeah. war <laughs> I guess, but at the same time, I I I kind of and I imagine I'd be the same way in prison. I I try to play free agent in this kind of thing, but when I'm watching the video, I go, "Let's go, white people, mm -hmm. let's." Go. And I and I think and I'm what I'm saying is that this isn't me. This is a part of your brain that you have no control over. One of like the nerve centers that just processes information and makes chemicals automatically before you even think. Mm -hmm. When you're watching this, that thing's pumping out, let's go white people. And you have to kind of fight that and be like, I hope the the best man wins and no one commits a crime, you know? Now, do you think you would cause a glitch in the Matrix if you happen to be on that dock and you just started socking white dudes? Uh... What do you, I mean? What do you think that you're hoping that they see you putting in work and that they're gonna they're gonna accept you? Mm -hmm. You know, I think to me that's a that's a fool's errand. That's a mistake, dude. Because you're, you're, you're gonna get wrong, socked from behind. You're in the or... wrong uniform. They don't. <laughs> they're gonna go. Thanks, dude. That's a free one, and they're gonna kill you. Oh no. Yeah. Plus, I'm telling you, dude. Being there in person. The, the part of your brain that's doing let's go white people stuff is fucking it's creating an adrenaline response. You're so at this point, you you would seriously hail Hitler if you if were prompted to. And it's all because of chemicals in your brain that you have no control over. Oh, man, some really t some really sad striking happening. So I, I, I watched the video today, but I have no context for this. So why are they beating up the black guy? He was a security guard. The white people were in, they were doing something, um, they were in the way. Security guard was saying, hey, you got to move your shit off the dock. White people said, nah, and then lashed out, and they didn't realize that, you know, they were kind of behind enemy lines, it looks like. <laughs> I look how, I mean, also, like, everyone's talking about this black dude swimming, and I'm totally you know down for the cause but jesus christ that was the slowest swimming i've ever seen in my life he got there man yeah you heard her jaws that was oh hell no <laughs> but yeah so and i think it's a two-parter and it ends kind of on kind of a cliffhanger where it's like white people kind of were like yeah we proved our point and they start to retreat and then black people kind of like they get ready for round two mm-hmm and then they, they really do kind of just mob them and take over. But here's what I think. I think 
we need to start having press conferences after this kind of thing where you kind of accept the loss, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to kind of come out and be like, you know, I, did anybody have any gum? <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, they just wanted it more, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was looking good for us early. Um, we came out, uh, we established the lead early on, and it's just, uh, you know, you lose focus, and uh, yeah, it's just back to the drawing board after this. Do you think the Blacks got to call out the next group? From that same press uh, conference. I mean, the, the blacks are—they're covered in champagne. <laughs> the coach can barely even talk because they're all like on stage, like <laughs> high-fiving behind him in front of behind the podium. Is this the coach for black people? Damn. Well, that's yeah. That's not who I would have accepting the W. It's like yeah, you know we. we we came, <laughs> not to make excuses, but we came into this game without some of our starters. I think that was clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they didn't expect us to have some of that early success. We outnumbered one guy, kind of put in some, uh, went ahead on the scoreboard early. And then you'll see yeah. here after halftime, uh, they kind of came back strong. Yeah, and we knew they would come back strong. And we thought that maybe we could maintain some of that lead we uh, established in the beginning. And uh, again, this is just, you know, we, we're going to sit down with our coaches. We're going to go over... Uh, you know, our defensive coordinator is one of the best in the game. Um, we're going to talk about maybe uh, not getting surrounded in an aquatic setting. This is, you know, we, we thought we had the home field advantage. Tim, uh, Dave Forkenheimer, uh, Area Nation Gazette. Yeah, uh, Dave. It seems like you guys really came out strong in the first quarter. What changed between the first and second quarters that really turned the tides for the... Uh, for the uh, well, I mean, we, we had some uh, we had some equipment issues. A lot of these guys, uh, a lot of their uh, dock siders were missing, and uh, I'm not blaming um, officials, but I'm just saying it's suspicious that a lot of these mm-hmm. my, a lot of my guys ended up barefoot, getting splinters in their feet. Uh, you could see sunburn starting to set in on some of these guys, and that's just you know they, they didn't have to. That's that's something that they don't have to deal with on, uh, on the other team. And um, again, these I'm, I'm not making excuses. We're going to come back better from this. Uh, Tim, we actually have a uh, reporter from the Beijing Gazette. I'm going to trans. Uh, I'm going to translate for him. He wants to know um, if they're if uh, heading heading into uh, heading into fall. Are there any sort of uh, platform changes that you would recommend for the whites? Yeah, I'm, I'm platform changes. I mean, uh, maybe I'm losing something in translation. Are you talking about uh, like <clears throat> this took place like on the a organization? Dock. Oh, you're talking about dock. the actual setting. Yeah, I'm saying <clears throat> you're going to want to uh, let's try to keep these skirmishes uh, strictly in in white places. Um, let's say uh, golf courses. I like our I like our chances on a golf course. Uh, uh, basically, uh, that might be about it at this point. If we've uh, we've we've given up the ocean, that's tough. Uh, so let's say let's run this back. Uh, Juniata Golf Course, uh, 18th hole. Um, but and, and again, this is something that we have to go back to the commission on. Thank you very much, Tim. My pleasure. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> thank you all. Appreciate you. <laughs> Black coach comes in and spins the chair around. <laughs> First off, I want to say fuck all y'all. Uh, Cordell, uh, he's not an official sponsor. Can you please move the bottle? <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But yeah, that's the, you know, <laughs> that's. But that's a part of your brain that you have no control over. That's mm-hmm. saying, yay, white people. Obviously, they were being dickheads. They should have got socked, but it's like, you know, sorry, man. 
I got I got chemicals in my brain. Not my fault. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's kind of tough to prove, though. It's like, do you think the average person would understand that it's chemicals in your brain and not actually hatred in your heart? Uh, I think there's a lot of dudes making that argument, actually. (laughs) I think there's a lot of dudes trying to look like brainiacs on Twitter (laughs) saying that kind of stuff. Those dudes love crime statistics. Got a lot of chemicals moving into this brain. Uh, It was a nice nice brain before all these chemicals moved in. (laughs) Tell you that much, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, my my brain's property values are fucked Mm -hmm. because all these goddamn chemicals moving in. (laughs) You know? Found out my daughter's dating some serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, just take you know, you, there's you can learn in a mm-hmm. loss. That's what I've found. You could take that disappointment and turn it into motivation, and actuation, and flagellation, and mm-hmm. you, and you start the process over again, and you come back stronger. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I have all the faith in the world in white people that are champs for a reason it's a marathon not a sprint it was the first game of the season <laughs> yeah, so yeah who knows mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean obviously I, i'll be happy if we hang on and make the wild card you know but <laughs> right now i like our chances dude a lot of races left <laughs> yeah. to be played yeah you think i never lost a home opener before <laughs> <laughs> yeah damn that is tough man uh, getting upset in alabama Mm. Vegas had a field day with that one, man. What do you have there to the left of you? What is that? Oh, dude. Um, I was going to save this till later, but I'm. I, we, we have to mail this out, so I, I wanted to make sure I showed it. But uh, we're um, we're we're dealing with. Uh, we're, we're, this is a field tripping thing. Um, while we're uh, planning and working on the uh, next batch of episodes, we've been we've been doing live uh, episodes from in the studio. And last week we did an episode where Shaner came over and he, um, he and Noah and I did some, uh, painting and we let the uh, live chat pick what we were paint, what were our subjects were going to be. And the overwhelming favorite was self portraits, which made me panic. Cause I was thinking, cause I was like, we're going to go in the studio and paint. And I figured it was all going to be like ridiculous and funny like i i fully i thought i was going to uh like do an inception on the live chat and just tell them that we were going to paint um sonic the hedgehog uh having butt fucking uh the world trade center <laughs> and i didn't even get a chance to do that because someone in the chat was like self-portraits and everyone's like yeah fucking rules dude um and that made me freak out because i uh, part of the joke is i don't know how to paint and then it was like you have to look at yourself and, and figure out what to show like that's crazy were you going to have the towers bent over? One of them, yeah. Okay. I was going to have one tower bent over. I was going to have, and maybe I'll do this next time, next week, next time. I was going to have Sonic butt fucking Tower One bent over while it was tongue kissing Tower Two. <laughs> Don't you think it'd be fucking yeah, nasty yeah. with big, cool, concrete tits on Tower Two? Damn, I actually can't. Make, and I'm going to give Sonic big tits as well, obviously. Would he lose his rings all over the back of oh, well, Tower dude, One's back or his rings? Face? Oh, dude, he's shooting rings. And then the 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 twin towers are ring swapping. <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, dude, this might be like a four part uh, illustration. And in the last one, one of the towers is bending over the other one, just spitting the rings in its mouth. This sounds like this would make for a great cartoon porn. Yeah, you betcha, you betcha. So if any cartoon porn perverts are out there listening, anyway, it was a great time. It was actually I was so happy with it, just as far as like you know uh, a studio episode goes. 
but then on top of that, we made these paintings and we gave them away to um, three people on the uh, oh, cool. Patreon. And this was Shaner's. Yo, can you fucking believe this guy? I don't know. I can't tell how that looks, Danny. Let me know if it's okay. This was this was Shaner's self-portrait. And I was sitting next to him watching him make this. And we worked on these for, I don't know, not quite two. We, we, we uh, broadcasted for two hours and we weren't like intensely working on the whole time. We were seriously just trying to have a blast. And Shaner made this, and he was like finger painting it, and I just watching him watching him assemble this. I was kind of like awestruck. It was nuts, dude. Uh, I went over his house on Saturday, and I, oh, oh my god, yeah, dude. I went over his house on Saturday, and uh, you walk into his living room, and there's just Shaner art everywhere, and on top of that too, there's one wall that's just Shaner lamps. And it it will fucking part your eyebrows. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, oh my god, like th this is fucking awesome. I was just pointing the shit, and he's like, here, take it, take it, take it, dude. Yeah, I mean, he gave this away to someone on the uh, field trip and Patreon, which, by the way, about to hit five hundred Dom subscribers. Can you fucking believe that oh, yeah, already? Yeah. But yeah, I was I was just looking for a fun show to make while we work on like the more polished thing, and uh, I wanted to just do something like you know with the people that are fucking supporting it, and and Shaner came over and did this. And then what was really cool about it, and not to sound too gay, but what was really cool about it, it was like this got the gears turning in Shaner's head. Because you know, that's a guy who I think is as funny as anybody in the world. He has, like, on top of just being so fucking funny, he also has, like, a creative energy that you don't find anywhere. Mm -hmm. But he's the most down-on-himself dude ever. Like, he'll never give himself any credit for it. And I hate to peel back the curtain too much on a friend like this, but, like... So I brought him over. He did that. It was it was so, and I think he just had such a good time with it. Mm -hmm. And I think you know people responded so fucking positively to it that he, it, it was like now he's like, oh, I can. There, there's a path forward with this kind of thing. And I he was spitting some ideas to Danny that I'm like, yes, exactly, please. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he is like Psycho Bob Ross. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, one million percent. Actually, the, the way that he was talking, it was more like fucking retard Martha Stewart. Retartha Stewart. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, if any, if in any way I can help him show people what the fuck he's doing, because that shit's nasty. Yeah, I think um, the only place right now where his art's uh, listed is on his Instagram page. I think you can actually buy it there. And he doesn't even make it easy to find. I know, but... And it I, makes me so fucking mad. Check out his Instagram page, because if you there's all of his shit is as cool as this. And on top of this, too, the lamps that he fucking makes are the kind of things where if people walked in your house and saw one of these fucking things, they'd either turn right the fuck around or they would never leave your fucking house. So go yeah. check out his page and think about buying something because he, he really makes shit that nobody else is making. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Throb Ross. I like that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so that's... You know, that's yeah, that's what we got into. He's the fucking best, man. I got to go to Metallica with him on Sunday. It was so much goddamn fun. Was that like when uh, people like r release a lion back into the wild, dude? <laughs> <laughs> we, go, uh, go, get out of here! Come on, go be with your people. <laughs> dude, I didn't have to usher him at all, man. Like as soon as they started playing, dude. It's I don't when when you're out and, and enjoying something with somebody. Um, a big part of the enjoyment not only comes from whatever it is that you're got for the purpose of the trip, but also how much enjoyment the person you're with is having. And Shaner 
was losing his fucking mind. When Metallica came out, he was when they started playing, he was headbanging so hard, a woman came up to him and started filming an Instagram story. A stranger <laughs> of Shader just Whoa, headbanging. Oh, dude. <laughs> what a legend. Yeah, dude. dude he, was, uh, he was fucking tearing it up, and it was good to see him let loose, man, because there's no better dude than him. Yeah, I think he. I think he's about to catch a wave a little bit. I do too, man. And he's so fucking funny too. We were talking about his cat having cancer on the on the way up the turnpike, <laughs> and it was just the funniest shit that I had ever heard. It's just him talking for forty five minutes on kitty cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was pretty gruesome stuff, man. Uh, it's easy to take for granted, like the the circle of fucking I don't know, just awesomeness that 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 we have access to. Yeah. Like every yeah. bro that you randomly mention, it's like, all right, well, this dude is clearly the best at this. And he's just somebody here. Yeah. Uh, dude, uh, along those lines, tomorrow we're doing another um, live stream episode from the studio and we're bringing Lemaire in. I saw his game out there. Yeah, Lemaire and Jabri are coming in tomorrow and uh, I'm going to get them high as hell. And we found this um, like, like kind of riddly like mental card game mm -hmm. at a thrift store it looks haunted and the the the, the it's all questions that are mm -hmm. mind benders and i'm going to try to destroy lemare's brain tomorrow <laughs> me and noah me and noah are going to kill lemare's brain i think jabri is going to surprise us and and be kind of like a logic whiz uh-huh but for the most part i want i want i seriously want lemare to physically fall down from thinking tomorrow <laughs> jabri's a wild card though you got to watch out for i know dude when he came over with lemare when uh when we were doing dad meet at my house uh, jabri came one day and uh, my wife came out to like say hello and uh, my wife is a thick white girl. And when Jabri introduced himself, he did a double take. And, and I could <laughs> see him going yada, into yada, the yada, yada. I could see Jabri quickly going into the sunken place. So I had to kick a fucking table to get him out of it. But he, he's a wild little devil, too. Damn. I might hire a thick white lady to distract them then. <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean, what a fucking cool time. What the heck? What the heck? What? I mean... What, 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 what? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm reading the chat right now. I'm just catching up on... I'm just catching up on the autism in the chat. Let's do Let's do an autist chat. It's time for the autist check-in. What's up, live chat? We're just saying up to all the fucking retarded dudes in here spazzing out. Whether you're operating a forklift right now or driving a tractor trailer, let, let us know. Sound off in the comments that you're a fucking dumb pussy. Uh, one of the boys was at the concert in the uh, in a Dab Me t-shirt. Autist check-in. Let's go, <laughs> dude. Nice. That's what's up. What was he all about? What was his deal? Uh, he just let me know today. He's like, oh, where were you? And I told him what section I was in. He's like, dude, I was at the opposite end of the stadium in a dad meet shirt. Let's go. Autist yeah. check in. Bam. Let's up. Yo, in the chat, let me seriously know if you're fucking ducking your boss right now or feverishly just clicking between tabs so no one realizes that you're fucking off right now. Dude, do you remember how like uh, five years ago we went to the movies to see a Metallica concert? Uh, Yeah. It was like some not some kind of monster. What was that? I don't remember the name of it, but it was it was just a concert that they it was a concert film, yeah. Yeah, but they're doing it again next week, and I was thinking if you want to go, no, they're it's going to be live in Arlington, Texas, and if uh, any of the boys want to go too, I'd I'd love to go to the movies and start a pit up front live in Arlington, Texas. Damn, next week though. Yeah, I'm on vacation. I'm in Fuck, Wildwood. I'm in Wildwood, dude. All right, well I think I'm going to go. I'm going to King of Pressure on Friday night and Sunday night. I think they're doing it so. If any of the boys want to get rowdy, we'll mix it up up front. No, I'm at the movies. Fuck yeah. We'll uh, 
We'll Instagram live you. Yeah, do it. Do a fucking retweet, dude. Autist check in, <laughs> dude. Leave your phone with me, and I'll and I'll do your Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. We're gonna oh, man, be well, I hope you guys have fun. I'm gonna be trying to relax on the beach and instead just spazzing about how much stuff I have to do. Are you gonna do the uh, the boardwalk boxing game? Oh, I guess I'm. I guess I kind of have a requirement too. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if DraftKings will sponsor a, uh, a training video of me <laughs> just working the boxing game all week. Yeah, me and Italian guys get Lewis's <laughs> face up there. Draft Latin Kings. <laughs> Damn, I saw him last night when we went up to Skanks. He fucking. He looks good. He looks tiny. He looks like he's in great shape, but it's like, yeah, dude. I thought some of that mass was gonna be helpful. <laughs> now he's looking little, but he looks like he's. He looks like he's fucking shredded. How you I feel? was happy for him. I feel good. Honestly, I'm 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 so I'm so stressed out with tasks that it's like the I don't even care that I'm just getting my ass beat every other day, you know. You think you're going to be able to unwind on vacation? No, I don't think so. This is a genuine concern of mine. I think I'm I think I'm approaching seriously a catastrophic spaz out. Um I just I I I can't stop. Now that I've made my job doing stuff that I like, when I if I st- if I just do nothing, mm-hmm. it makes it triggers a deep and sincere panic. You know, from experience, catastrophic spaz outs mean you're on the precipice of something big. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, sure. Surely, hopefully, that's it. But like, I do every day. I'm just like, I should just get a job. I should just get a fucking job and disappear. It sucks, man. But. Again, this is a cool. Pro- I'm. I, I'd, I'd hate to sound like I'm complaining about how much cool shit I get to do. I. I want to make that distinction. I'm just saying I'm trying so hard. And that's a part, dude. The, <laughs> having those kind of thoughts are a part of like all this shit. Yeah. I think when you're really fucking overwhelming yourself and pushing yourself to the limit in a good way, that that kind of shit's going to happen. Yeah. So it's not complaining, and it's like you know deep down you're not getting a real job. You're going to keep on the course, and you're going to keep doing this kind of stuff. I hope so. You don't hope so. You will. I mean, yeah, I can say that. I can say, no, dude, I'm so sure of myself. But to be honest, man, I, like, I don't know. I, I get so spun out. I, like, And, like, every so here's the thing. Every time something works, the reward is immense. The, mm-hmm. the reward is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I get to have a lot of fun. I get to financially support my family. But it's like I, the, the, I, the, the, the fear of becoming complacent is like seriously melting the, the motherboard. It, it's, I, I gotta, and I don't know what you're supposed to do instead. Maybe I should just, uh, I, and I, I circle the drain and then I reach the bottom. And I go, Oh, I should just get a job. I should just get a job and, and disappear and delete all my social media. But I don't know. I think I, I don't know that I'm quite there yet and I don't know what I need to change. But if I'm just being honest, that's where my brain's at, you mm-hmm. know. And I would hate to sit here and pretend that like I feel really great when I would be completely dishonest. <laughs> I'm still trying to have fun though. <laughs> but do you think that that's like a, a a default concern, or do you think it's just because right now you just have so much on your plate? I don't fucking know, man. Like, I, uh, okay, let's. So you know how much I hate talking about the craft so I'm not going to talk about the craft I have no problems with the craft I I can't believe I get to like I can't believe I get to do comedy I can't believe I get to do podcasting but it's like the whenever you experience like a setback or a disappointment or a rejection or even like a failure right whenever you experience any of those instead of it just being like oh well let's you know let's that that's just how work goes move it along 
I, I treat every single one of those as like a, a personal wound. Mm. So like I'm 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 trying to book out these fucking headlining shows right now and every time I don't get exactly what I want I go it's because I suck you know every time something is just slightly disappointing I go that's because I suck obviously and then the accumulation of it just feels like you're carrying around a, a bag of heavy stones at all times instead of like having just some healthy way to unload them and mm. just dump them in a river or something I, I I don't know I don't even know if I'm explaining this correctly but no I get it you know it, it was it was a lot easier when I knew my job sucked and and my the people who were paying me hated my guts. Now that it's like I might be okay, now that I might be kind of an all right guy on my own, it's just I I you know it's like vertigo or something like that. From my perspective, I think what's happening with you now, like you're pushing yourself harder and further than you've ever pushed yourself creatively. Right, and so, and by the way, having a real job would be harder. Having a having a regular yeah, yeah, real no job, doubt. that would be much, much more difficult. Mm -hmm. But like it would be a lot less emotionally complex. And mm -hmm. that's where I'm having an issue. And mm -hmm. that's what I don't know how to deal with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'll figure it out, dude. I know you will. That's my thing is figuring stuff out. I love figuring stuff out. Rock Zero said, Tim, are you ever nice to yourself? Um you should see me celebrate a goal in Rocket League. You should see how much I think I'm the fucking man, you know? I, I I like to uh I, yeah, no, I'm I'm cool to myself. Tim, you just need a YouTube special and then you'll promote enough through the views to book easier. <clears throat> I yeah, I, look, these are all problems that I will figure uh, again. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank the universe for all these fucking problems that I have to figure out that I'm keeping, you know, I've stuffed them into my shirt and I'm carrying them around every day. Ice cream so good. <laughs> I, I love figuring out problems I just, podcast so good <laughs> eating my own dick on stage um, um, um. <laughs> thank you so much right like cowgirl <laughs> gang gang but yeah I don't know maybe I don't I, I, I don't know I don't know I'm, I'm completely at a loss man you're doing the right thing from an outsider's perspective, you're, you're doing what you should be doing. So just just know from my perspective, you're on the path. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've been through it, so that is reassuring. <clears throat> it was cool taking Naeem up to the Skanks last night. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it I know he's perfect for that. Dude, I've I thought, like, people... All right, for, so for Skanks, I always thought that, like, he would be perfect, and I think Tata would be perfect for Skanks. <laughs> I, that would be otherworldly for sure. But it was it was cool. I got to I got to I I notice I'm trying to shift the conversation away from me. I'm so sorry. But this is I I, I got to like I was excited at, at the chance to like watch um, Naeem make an impact, you know, because that's like there's a lot of people that watch that that would be into like obviously how many people followed us back from when we did Skanks, you mm -hmm. know, and it was it was very cool to kind of just like observe that and uh, and he fucking knocked it out of the park on top of him. You know, being worth uh, seeing, like he fucking crushed, and it was so cool to just sit there with him. And did anybody get to feel the wrath in the audience of a you gay? <clears throat> oh, dude, he was hammering them the entire time. <laughs> he, dude, it was so funny when he would just yank the steering wheel and be like, "Y'all gay!" <laughs> it was so good. I was so proud of him, man. I really liked that. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, and we kind of we went up with a squad. So cool. If dude, it felt like 
It felt like fight camp. Was uh, the Cruz and Drew there? The Cruz couldn't make it. Cruz was being a good boyfriend and, and helping his girlfriend in an emergency. But Drew came up, oh, yeah. you know? And it is nice as hell to have a fucking wigger and socks and slides smoking a backwoods behind you. Mm-hmm. That's a very... <laughs> re- if, you, if you seriously have a wigger that you could just kind of keep around just like ripping backwoods the entire time and like kind of like ad-libbing when you talk shit to mm-hmm. people that's a powerful that's a that's armor that's a tardy and angel mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah i had devils over both shoulders man oh that's very yeah, cool man cool. danny came up he got the watch he got the witness it dude oh, yeah. danny how powerful was it Oh man, when he first hit the AO, <laughs> me and Drew were dying. Yeah, hearing hearing Naeem hit an AO, it's like he's heating up. <laughs> and then he goes, Y'all gay. It's like he's on fire. <laughs> Pretty fucking cool, dude. Um, so I guess I guess he's in. They're in. They're doing more uh guest stuff. And all guest people still hook us up, so you know, there are, and, and so I, I was just bitching about all of like the tiny negative stuff that adds up, but like there's, you know, plenty of like really, really dense good stuff piling up mm-hmm. that, you know, you, you kind of use to keep yourself going. But yeah, I'll, I'll go get a job. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll fix my resume tonight. I promise. <laughs> Please. Is there anyone in the chat that has a job for me? Dr. Drew died? No, that's a lie. Y'all need to shut up with that shit. <laughs> Yeah, do rag in the deer tag rules. I, uh, if I hadn't mentioned it already. Well, yeah. Yeah, Derek and G are awesome too. I agree, Jack. Oh yeah, and then they had yeah they had uh, um, fucking Gio Perez and Derek Drescher, who we just had on like last month. They were on do rag in the deer tag, and that's like mm-hmm. that's explosive. Mm-hmm. That's fucking retard fireworks. But yeah, I, I don't want to turn this into like a state of the things with me. I'm sorry. No, it's like what's I up mean, with you, man? What's really here. going on with you? What's really good? I'm enjoying my damn self, man. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been getting, I've been going to a ton of shows, which has been a lot of fun, and uh, I'm going to one tonight too. I'm going with Del Calo and Jake to see Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, whoa! So damn. Where's that at? Uh, the man. So I'm, I'm just trying to have fun and finish out my summer strong, brother. Yeah, see, you are. This is this is good. This is good. That's where I want to get to. You put in uh, you know, like a year of hard work, and uh, it seems like you can kind of like catch your breath, stretch your legs. Yeah, I'm already feeling like all right. So I think that. So I put the book out, and like having that like come out, like there was a lot of anxiety around that, and then there was like a little bit of a phase where it's just like, oh man, this is gratifying. But like now, I feel like starting to ramp back up again because I'm starting to have like like insecure thoughts creep in it's like uh oh like that was a thing i did that was cool and it's like all right what's next and it's like all right that's old and that's gay and that's done so what am i going to do next so it's like all right yeah i i have been working on a couple of things but it's like all right i really need to expedite those because i feel i feel very tied in to accomplishments like without like a specific accomplishment on deck um my worth feels very low. Mm. So I have to have something lined up for myself. I think that's unhealthy. <laughs> it's um, awful, dude. If I had to guess, as someone who's completely uneducated and uh, emotionally stunted as a 12-year-old, uh, probably not great. I know, dude, and it's not good. And it's like, I feel like I will have another project before I'm able to fix that thing. Mm. So, like, I, <laughs> I need to throw myself into something. Dude. 
you're pushing back the clock just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so like I have that going, but again, like it's positive stuff though because I feel like it's moving me in the right direction of shit that I want to do. Um, Are there any quiet moments that catch you? You know, where you just go, oh, you know, oh, you go, oh, the splendor, you know. Dude, I can you no. think of any? Uh, dude, I, 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 like, I'm, I'm, fuck. I feel from the second I wake up, like, I'm worrying about shit, and till throughout the day, there's just constant like a barrage. So you never like, like you never like walking and you see something in the corner of your eye and you go, ah, oh, thank God that exists. It's tough, man. I'm trying to force mo- more of those moments in my life. No, like, you can't. Fo- I'm talking about. I'm seriously just talking about spontaneous. Uh, yeah, like uh, something, something where like. The energy level drops, and it's just like you appreciate something just as it is. You don't go out ser- searching for it. You don't try to force it. There's, is there like, or if you can't think of a specific one, is there, is there like a, a kind of like a theme or like a or anything that just grabs you that way? I will say, all right, yeah, here's one. So this summer, Mikey and I, my my 12 year old son, we've spent most days together. Mm-hmm. Um, doing basketball drills, lifting weights, just trying to get into better shape. And he's been crushing it all summer. And uh, I I signed him up for a basketball league. And he's gotten better and better and better as his conditioning's gotten better. And there was, like, one game a couple weeks ago where, like, the kids were, like, fired up for him because he was doing so good. Oh, man. And it was, like, one of those moments where it's just, like, like, I wish I could, like, take a picture of this. Yeah. It's like, I can take a picture of, like, him doing this, but at the same time, like I wish I could capture this feeling, but yeah. that's the beauty of of the moment because you can't. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like that's the closest <laughs> thing to that. That is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but I thought you yeah, meant personally. I guess be... That is personal. But I mean like something like that I'm doing where I'm like, no, oh, this is not you. I'm saying getting outside of yourself and letting yes, something in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing dude. my son do that was like was like one thing that really that yeah. was really like this is a beautiful life moment. Nice, dude. So. But I'm, I, I have a tendency yeah, to try that, to force Yeah, but aside I can't really things. think of anything nice, really. <laughs> but, like, I have a tendency to try to force these things because, like, I just feel, like, in a constant state of, like, all right, what am I doing? Like, am I okay here? Am I doing this? So, but that was something that was a really beautiful moment. And one of the things, well, this happened last night. Um, a lower scale than the beautiful moment with my son. Uh, remember the movie Clueless? Yeah. There was a showing of that at my favorite theater, so I took my girls to see that. And uh, one, I forgot how beautiful of a movie babe Alicia Silverstone was. But on top Goat, of that, too, maybe. do you remember when she says, I am such a retard? Mm, yeah, I do. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind that like such a beautiful woman would say that. And I thought, how lovely would that be if I could get my wife to start saying that instead of I love you? <laughs> Like, when I left the house for the day, we kiss each other, and she's just like, I'm such a retard. I'm like, I know you are. I know you are. You're such a retard, too. <laughs> yeah, so that was a very nice moment as well. Nice. Yeah, you do forget You do forget that that movie's kind of about a brother and sister trying to fuck. It's about- Stepbrother uh, and sister, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it birthed the whole fucking genre that exploded fucking 30 years later. And on top of that, too, 20% of the movie about Wall- is about Wallace Shawn trying to get his fucking dick wet. I do like that, actually. Yeah, it's the perfect movie. And it's 90 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it's got everything. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was a, that was a How the girls like moment. it? Is their first time seeing it? No, Olivia had seen it. Uh, Bella was her first time. She loved it. Um, it's something for everybody, man. 
<laughs> Did you guys see when dad spilled mustard on himself when she said retard? <laughs> Only guy in the theater laughing. Yeah. Wow. Good for you, man. Man, I love those retard moments. Yeah. You think about picking up any hobbies? No, I don't think so, man. I want to travel more because that's, I think that's the activity I get the most out of in life is traveling. Traveling, I like seeing shows, so I've been seeing a ton of shows, but we're traveling uh, next month is Skankfest. Yeah, end of September is Skankfest. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, so I'm excited for Vegas and I forgot about that. Going to go out to California for a couple of days. There's a festival out there that I might go to. Um, I think it's October 8th in Indio, California. What is it? It's... um. It's called like Power Trip, I think, and uh, Metallica and Tool are playing. So I might like to see that. So I might treat myself. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be a fucking denim vest pilgrimage for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, all I have to look forward to is this Wildwood vacation. But, you know, I'm going to be with my fucking whole family. I think I might try to make a episode of Field Trip with my dad. Oh. Yeah, I think I might try to get my dad fucked up and... uh I don't have it really formed yet and I like to try to like plan these things out but yeah I think I might show people my dad I bet he would like to play music with you oh yeah if I made his choice maybe I wanted him to teach me and know how to play golf and I wanted to kind of uh, really really just let him like hawk Noah about his form mm -hmm. you know but we'll see we'll see what's up you gonna dress like him oh for sure yeah absolutely I mean, the the funny thing is, is that uh, my dad in the '90s is me now. The mm -hmm. look, the everything, the way I talk, the way I've every, every my silhouette, everything is exactly. And I didn't; it was not a conscious decision, but I saw a photograph in my dad's basement on the wall that like stopped me in my tracks, and because his dick was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his meat was out of his shorts. <laughs> but now I look at him, I go, "That's gonna be me when I'm fucking 70. Ugh. God damn, dude. I don't want to get that old. That sucks. And I'm halfway there. Ugh. You know? Is this time for a midlife crisis? You got a few more years. Actually, I don't know, man. I, I started jiu-jitsu, I think, when I was 38. So, And the men in my family died I think in the early time. 70s. I think it's time to settle into a midlife crisis. Yeah, you need a, a Corvette and a Gumar. What's that? A, uh, a Gumar. What's a gumar? It's a uh, it's a it's a mistress. Uh, like a special kind or just a word no, for just, it? No, just a, a real pig of a lady. Just a gumar. A gumar. <laughs> that can't be how it's said. It's, it's, I think it's spelled G-O-U-M-A-R. A gumar. Gumar. <laughs> it do sound like Dracula saying good evening. I'm not getting a fucking gumar. All right, well, I'll get one for you. I'm going to get a bad mar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be tough for me to get into a, a midlife crisis just because that's all my normal shit that I'm into. Like fucking motorcycles and yeah. fighting. And Do you think that maybe a couple of years ago you would have been primed for a midlife crisis when, when you were just hell-bent on just working 40 hours a week, coming home, working, going to work the next day and coming home? That's the cattle shoot mm -hmm. into the midlife crisis for sure. Um, but again, dude, what what would I even do? Like... I do so much gay shit already. <laughs> I do almost entirely gay middle-aged dude shit. Mm -hmm. I, it would be tough for me to even like identify a new thing. Yeah. Maybe like get into like amateur. Oh, metal detect. Well, yeah. Metal detecting maybe. <laughs> Next week's the time to start, dude. Yeah. 
just creeping people out on the beach. Yeah, what what would I do? Um I yeah, I've 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 played bad music. I've what watches. Getting into watches. Mm. That might be the only path I have to a a solid midlife crisis. Del Cowell's a watch man. But yeah. I don't want to steal his thing, but No, it's I'm He's not the only fucking guy wearing Dude, watches, Reddit, man. Reddit started uh, suggesting um, Rolex uh, subreddit uh, posts to me. And it's all just people, like, complaining about dealing with, like, Rolex dealerships. Mm-hmm. And I do get kind of, like, into those where it's like, I put a $10,000 deposit down and I'm, like, ninth in line for a Submariner. And I'm just like, that would never happen to me. <laughs> I could get past that. See, so, yeah, maybe I'll get into watches. That, that's a lot of money, though. Um... Maybe fishing? No, that's Gardini's thing. But it's not exclusive to them. I know, but you gotta, look, when you when you go through a midlife crisis and you embarrass your friends and loved ones by going dick deep into something, it's gotta be something no one else is doing. Otherwise, it's just you, then I, you just have a friend to do it with and it's kind of like a nice thing, you know? Mm-hmm. If I go nuts about fishing and I just hang with Gardini all the time, that's not a midlife crisis. That's just having a nice friend. I gotta, it's gotta be, it's, the let's, let's talk about like the ingredients for a perfect midlife crisis. It's gotta be cringe. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be too expensive. And it's gotta be very clear that this is a crisis. It's gotta be new. It can't be something that you're already doing or already kind of doing. And bonus points, if it's a new thing and you act like you were kind of into it before. Mm -hmm. And... I've just dabbled too much, man. I've poisoned the well. Have you frosted your tips yet? I was thinking about that. <laughs> oh, that's step one. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I was thinking. That's step one. Oh, Jeeps. Oh, it's Jeep time. Not only any Jeep, but a custom Jeep. A custom Jeep, you obviously, see, You seen the Shrek Jeep around here? Yeah, I've seen the Shrek what Jeep. What would your version of the Shrek Jeep be? It would have... Uh, well, let's just talk about all the stuff about Jeeps, custom Jeeps that I like. It would have angry eyeball headlights. Okay. Um, would you have Jeep nuts? I'd have Jeep nuts for sure. I might actually put a, a Jeep bussy hanging off the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> I might get mounted by another Jeep. <laughs> um, I would get that um, that airflow thing that comes up because you're going you're going off road so hard that you might submerge the engine. So right, that's an air intake, Danny. Am I correct? Yep. It's yeah. a snorkel. Yeah, is is soft top the the way to go? It depends on your rig. No top is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going no top Jeep. Um what are they what now for the spare wheel on the back is that do are custom covers cool or is it just like a a hot rim that you put back there? Dude, that I mean that's this is these are all options. Yeah, this is what you got to decide. Dude, I can't wait. I might just, you know what I might do? I might start, uh, I might get a virtual Jeep. I might just like, <laughs> <laughs> I might just get nasty with like a, a, a Jeep that doesn't even exist and just be like, superimpose myself next to it. It's just like, yeah, dude, another day out in the dirt. Let's <laughs> go into Jeep Discord and virtually waving the other dudes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jeep waving. I might VR chat Jeep, Jeep wave it, dudes. Danny, did you ever see the guy around here with the, the wood panel station wagon, but he's got every movie monster on the uh, the back windshield. No. Yeah, I, I've seen I, him a couple times. Have you seen the today. leprechaun, dude? I have not, no. His whole truck is leprechaun from the hood. 
It's like an F-150, and it's completely wrapped in fucking leprechaun from the hood. It says, where's me gold on the back? <laughs> Ooh, uh, bright color for sure. I like the green. I might go neon green. Whoa! Did you hear as you were saying, whoa, the car was revving up? I'm actually, we've, we've talked about this before. I'm 100% in tune with them turning on Lamborghinis downstairs. <laughs> if, you get me, if, you, if you get me talking about the internal combustion engine, as soon as I make a sound, it's a... All right, you found your crisis, man. Yep. Damn, MJ's going to hate this. Ooh, look at that blue with the pink. Go up. Right there. Yeah. Oh, oh look, at the, look baby, at the hood. Look at that, yeah. Look at the hood. Oh, dude, I'm going to fucking bust. Stop, dude. Oh, it's so nice. They got their own graphic studio for folks who want to customize the Wranglers. Yo, I'm going to customize a fake Jeep and never actually get one. And I'm just going to be all about it. Let's go. Sibian passenger seat. I knew a dude who uh, he had a Sibian built into the... um. The the uh his Harley Davidson seat. He in jail for rape now. I've lost track of him all day. <laughs> but yeah, the back seat had a little thing that went <laughs> I was like, You ever like use this on a lady? He's like, Yeah, of course. I was just like, No, you haven't, dude. You've never done that. A, a woman would be so mad. If you convinced a woman dude, to get on a motorcycle yeah. and then suddenly it was like She'd be like, yo, what the f- Dude, hey, yo! Dude, the, <laughs> the kind of lady that goes on that is the kind of lady that you saw last weekend at Stain and Godsmack, and they would line up to oh sit on that God, thing, man. Ugh, man. Yikes. Ready to switch it over to the Patreon? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Um, before we go, let me just plead one more time for you to... I'm, I'm at, uh, like, 7,500 YouTube subscribers, and I want nice. to get to 10,000. It's youtube.com slash Tim Butterly. Um, I haven't been doing as much video game streaming lately because I've been so busy with fucking business. I want to get back to that. However, in the meantime, we're pumping out field tripping content. As we uh, finish shooting and producing our, uh, you know, the 20-minute the fake TV show episodes, we're also doing live-streamed uh, in-studio episodes uh, along the way. Um, tomorrow, our guests are Lemaire and Jibri, and we're uh, playing a cursed, retarded card game together and getting high as fuck. And um, I think you know what? Let's let's confirm. We'll put we'll record the audio too and put that out because I wish we did the audio for the painting stream because it was so fucking funny. Um, and then there's also a Patreon for it. It's Patreon.com/slash/fieldtripping. And um, that last week we found three people to give away paintings to. Um, tomorrow on the Patreon we're going to give away uh, one pass to the Philly Comedy Festival, which is September 3rd in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Gall & Co. Uh, we already put out the uh, initial lineup. We've already added so much cool shit that we can't wait to share with you guys. It's September 3rd. Uh, you can go to phlcomedyfestival.com to get tickets. Um, we're, we're about to announce the second batch of fucking uh, performers and attractions and uh we're just waiting on uh, a couple of high level confirm confirmations so it's already fucking stacked there's already six special guests and uh we already have more to share with you guys that's phlcomedyfestival.com can't wait to see you guys there. it's it's gonna be the most retarded day of all time oh yeah buddy i think that's it 
Oh, uh, God damn it. I'm sorry. August 24th. Um, I'm in Ben Salem. I think it's my first headlining show in uh, as long as I can remember. Um, I have tickets on my link tree. It's timbutterly.com. It's gonna be a nice little thing as I put the whole headlining set together before I fucking hit the road. Um, and as I confirm the dates that I have out there, I'll share them with you guys. And I would love to see you and smoke weed out front. <laughs> That's it. Then. You're cooking, baby. Uh, thanks to everybody who supports us uh, with Dad Meat. Uh, we're about to switch over to the Patreon. And if you're not a patron yet, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Is it Dad Meat Cast or Dad Meat Podcast? I think it's Dad Meat Podcast. Podcast. All right. Pay whatever you want. Just join us over there in a few minutes. Um, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, my entire self-worth is tied into my accomplishments. So please buy a copy of Own Perks. Thank you to those of you that have already bought a copy. That's O-N-P-E-R-C-S dot com. Um, as far as shows... Uh, September 8th, Del Calo, Jake, and I will be at Hilarities Cleveland. September 9th, uh, I'm doing Woods Oral Presentations at Helium. And um, I think that's it for right now. But uh, yeah. Two off the top, August Oh, yeah, 30th. August 30th at Helium. I'll be doing two off the top. I'll be paired up with Zach Amico for that. So uh, that show's going to be a lot of fun. Me too. Me and Bobby Cruz are doing that. That show's the fucking best, man. So a lot of good stuff popping off. Check us out uh, a couple minutes over the Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast.